It's the Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Here's Rob Carney. Welcome to the Wednesday, November 24th edition of the Heartland at Noon, brought to you by Purposed Financial and Heritage Insurance, working together to serve you better. Coming up today on this program, a house fire. Firefighters battling a blaze on the southwest side of the city on Spadina Street this hour will have the latest. COVID-19, we've got the stats as usual. The number of active cases in the local South Central Zone holding steady with the hope that it'll start going down again soon. Stay tuned. Vaccination clinics in Moose Jaw and Assiniboia today, by the way, we'll share that information. 16 local men will sleep outdoors tonight in downtown Moose Jaw to bring attention to the White Ribbon Campaign. They're calling it Homeless for the House, a fundraiser for the local transition house, which offers safety for mothers and children who are victims of violence and abuse. We'll share the story and tell you how you can contribute. Lorne Calvert Campground? Our River Park Campground will officially get a new name next camping season. The honor announced yesterday at the Saskatchewan Legislature. More on that story coming up. And Mr. Calvert's old friend Glenn Hagel is on the show today, representing the Moose Jaw Waccamaw Rotary Club as they get set to open for business this week at the Waccamaw Rotary Christmas Tree Stand in downtown Moose Jaw. By the way, it's November 24th. We're one month away from Christmas Eve. These stories and more coming up today on the Heartland at Noon. You're listening to 800 CHAB Moose Jaw, a Golden West radio station. Discover Moose Jaw News for Ivermain Place. Small town life is great when you're surrounded by people with big hearts. Contact today for senior living opportunities at Ivermain Place Central Butte. Good afternoon. I'm Haley Shirky. Local firefighters are battling a blaze in a home on the 1500 blocks Bedina Street on Moose Jaw's southwest side this hour. A local man posted a photo on social media just before 11 o'clock this morning. There's no official word from authorities as to any injuries or how the fire started yet, but the man who posted the photo believes everyone is safe. Discover Moose Jaw News is on the scene, and we'll have more on that story later today. Moostraw is one step closer to having a new outdoor pool. City Council was presented with a concept design and budget to replace the Phyllis Dewar outdoor pool. Parks and Recreation Director Derek Blay said they are recommending replacing the 50-meter pool with a 25-meter pool. In reviewing that, uh, would we love to replace it with the uh, a 50? Absolutely. But um, when you look at the cost-benefit of that, it doesn't make sense. We'd really have to, I guess, take another look because you're looking at an extra $1.3 million in capital. This concept includes new change rooms and reception, so the natatorium can be decommissioned. Local resident Angela Sarita made the top three in the Kubata Community Hero Contest. She didn't come out with the first place spot, but she's still bringing home $5,000 for a charity of her choice. Sarita says she'll be putting the money towards growth of an organization that's personal to her. You know, there's so many worthy charities within the city of Moose Jaw. But, you know, I have spent um, many years on the Heartland Hospice Board, and I think it just comes with the great timing of our um, recent approval for expansion of services that the $5,000 can go towards that. Sarita says she's honoured to have been nominated and part of the top three community heroes across the country. 
The city of Moose Jaw hasn't strayed far from its 2021 budget, according to the third quarter financial report. Total revenues are 98% of the annual budget and ahead of the 2020 figures, while expenditures are 79% of the 2021 budget. Director of Financial Services Brian Acker said while expenditures seem low, they are comparable to past years. If we go back to a normal year, which would have been 2019, uh, the same point in time we're sitting at 80% expended. So uh, in terms of our overall expenditures, we're tracking uh, pretty much in line with where we would expect to be. The city begins 2022 budget deliberations today at 4 p.m. at City Hall. A road closure will be in effect between the 1000 block of Main Street North, between Oxford Street and Hall Street. Darren Stephenson is the Director of Public Works and Utilities. He says it's due to a service line. It's a private service connection that we're replacing there. Uh, basically a compromised sewer is, is the culprit. Um, so it's uh, work that can't wait until the spring, unfortunately. That section of road will be closed as of 6 a.m. and is scheduled to reopen on Sunday. Access to wells, camera and sound from Main Street will be open and construction signage will be in place. Two deaths reported yesterday in relation to COVID-19. There are also 69 new positive cases in the province, along with 50 recoveries. Two of the new cases are in the south-central zone. Regina has six, and Saskatoon has 13. 1,014 cases are considered active, and of those cases, 149 of them are being treated in hospital. 115 patients are receiving inpatient care, and 34 are in the ICU. There are seven people receiving intensive care in Ontario, and are not included in yesterday's case count. And there is a vaccine clinic today at the Old Ross School at 355 Oak Street. The clinic will run until 5 p.m. and is offering Pfizer for those 12 and up, Moderna, and the flu shot. First doses, second doses, and booster shots will be available for those looking to get a COVID-19 vaccine. And now, the Golden West Radio Money Scope for Aaron Rustin of Purposed Financial, bringing understanding and financial success to clients for over 35 years. The TSX is up 40 points, the Dow Jones is down 96 points, the NASDAQ is up 5 points, and the Canadian dollar is up at 78.95 cents U.S. And do you have a story to share? Click Submit News on discovermoosejaw.com. The mayor of Porto Basque, Newfoundland, says he's feeling helpless in the face of torrential rains that have washed out roads, flooded basements, and pushed water up through manholes. Brian Button says the main highway has been severed by a large washout, and the town's only other road to the rest of the island is flooding. The southwestern part of the province in western Cape Breton and Nova Scotia are the areas being hit hardest by a huge storm now into its third day of pummeling Atlantic Canada with rain and high winds. Conservative leader Aaron O'Toole says Canadians need his party to be relentless to stand up for the country. In a fiery speech to the party caucus this morning, O'Toole told his MPs that Canadians need them to be fearless in their defense of the country and of liberties. The Conservatives are going to oppose a Liberal proposal to return to a hybrid format in Parliament, claiming it will give ministers an excuse not to turn up to answer questions. The Manitoba government says it wants a fresh start and a different approach, so it is going to repeal a wage freeze bill for public sector workers. 
That's even though the province won a constitutional challenge of the bill that was never proclaimed into law, but was nonetheless essentially in place. It's the latest sign of change under Premier Heather Stephenson, who has promised a more collaborative approach than Brian Pallister. And Black Friday is officially just two days away, but sales have been running for several weeks already. Deloitte Canada's 2021 holiday retail outlook suggests Canadians will spend $1,841 on the holidays, up 31% from last year and up 8% from pre-pandemic levels. Rising concerns over supply chain issues and potential shortages prompted many Canadians to start shopping early. I'm Pam Fedick. Now, Discover Moose Jaw Sports. Our Moose Jaw Warriors are on the road to Prince Albert for a game against the Raiders tonight. Warriors hoping to stop a two-game losing skid after dropping a couple of close games on the weekend to Brandon and the Regina Pats. Defenseman Denton Matejchuk. This thing's a little bit, and, uh, you know, we were in both of those games. We just stepped off the gas for a little bit. Like in the second period against Brandon, we just laid off when they pushed, and that really hurts us. All the guys know that those are two pretty big games with us this weekend, and you know, we, we want to bounce back again this week. All the action, Warriors and Raiders, live from Prince Albert tonight with the voice of the Warriors, James Gallo, starting with a pregame show at 640 with play-by-play to follow on our sister station, Country 100. Moose Jaw's U18 AAA Warriors climbed into fifth place last night with a 4-1 win over the third place Notre Dame Hounds at Mosaic Place. Liam Fitzpatrick, Connor Miller, Jackson Allen, and Rowan Calvert scored the goals. Goalie Ethan Fector stopped 34 of 35 shots. Also last night, Saskatoon Contact surprised the first-place pack Canadians 2-1. NHL last night, Calgary Flames beat the Blackhawks 5-2, and the Dallas Stars beat Edmonton 4-1. The Stars stopped Connor McDavid's point streak at 17 games. Carrie Anderson handed Jennifer Jones her first loss at Canada's Olympic curling trials in dramatic fashion last night up in Saskatoon. Anderson blew an early six-point lead, and Jones stole a single to go up in the ninth before Anderson iced it with a pair in the tenth to take a 10-9 win. In other women's action, Tracy Fleury kept her unbeaten streak alive with an 8-3 win over Rachel Holman. The Fleury rink tops the standings with a 4-0 record. The women continue play tonight. Team Gushu, the only undefeated team in men's play after yesterday's action, they improved to 4-0 with a 7-6 extra end win over Team Jacobs. The men are playing the morning draw today with the four games just wrapping up this hour. Your Discover Moose Jaw weather. Wintery. That's what it feels like out there. It's uh, chilly. Humidity's up at 68%. The temperature minus 13. We should get some sunny breaks. As a matter of fact, the sun is just poking through the clouds for the first time today in Moose Jaw right now. So a mix of sun and cloud today. Still a 30% chance of some flurries. The high today minus 9. Tonight, partly cloudy. Low minus 12. Tomorrow, sunshine, wind out of the southwest at 20, and more warm air moves in, the high plus 4. Friday, sunny with a high of 6. Saturday, sunny, the high 0. Long range, Sunday for the Big Rider Stampeders game at Mosaic Stadium, sunshine with a high of 8 degrees. Yesterday's high in Moose Jaw, 7. Normal high at this time of year is minus 3, with a normal low of minus 13. Record high for today, 11 degrees, set in 1997. Record low, minus 29, the year before, in 1996. Sun came up today at 8.31 and goes down today at 5.07. This hour, again, Moose Jaw, minus 13. Regina, minus 12. Assiniboia, Gravelberg, minus 12. Rockland, Coronac, minus 11. 
Swift Current minus 14, Elbow minus 13, Davidson Watrous minus 14. Once again, Assiniboia minus 12, Regina minus 12, and with the wind out of the northwest at 21. And the relative humidity at 68%, it is minus 13 degrees in Moose Jaw. A brief commercial timeout will be followed by the road report and the Paul Martin commentary. Heartland at noon on CHAB. At Bayer, obstacle is opportunity. We learn from the past. We innovate, like adding buteo start to our DeKalb canola to fight against flea beetles. Our next-generation DeKalb TrueFlex canola hybrids offer enhanced pod integrity for straight cutting with confidence and superior weed control. Start strong. Control better. Depend on DeKalb TrueFlex canola for an easier, faster, smoother harvest. DeKalb, the seed for every season. Always follow grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Liquor Store knows that you enjoy nights of cards, games, and laughter. You gather with neighbors, family, and friends for eggnog lattes, cold beer, or a glass of Pinot Noir. The Moose Jaw Co-op Liquor Store is for the host, for the guest, for you. Stocked for the holiday season with competitive pricing, specials, and giveaways. Plus, every Moose Jaw Co-op Liquor Store purchase earns you equity and cash back membership benefits. Become a Moose Jaw Co-op member today. Today, be part of something bigger. This is Greg Marsnick from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. The Road Report on The Heartland at Noon for our friends at My Addictions Clothing Boutique, Town and Country Mall. Full store of winter fashions for sizes small to 2XL at My Addictions Clothing Boutique in the Town and Country Mall. Oh, yeah, there's some extra traffic over on the southwest side. There is a house fire. Moose Jaw emergency crews, firefighters included, of course, are on the scene on Spadina Street. Moose Jaw Police Service asking us uh, to uh, stay away from that area right now and let the emergency crews do their job. If you need to see the house fire, well, we've got it on discovermoosejaw.com. Also, Main Street North, 100 block between uh, Hall and Oxford Streets. So that's right on the hill. That's under construction today. There's a service line replacement project, so be careful in that neighborhood. What else can I tell you? Oh, the Moose Jaw Kinsman Club taking Santa on tour again this year. So not the traditional parade, but just like last year uh, when the pandemic had to shut down, Santa Claus is going on tour with Mrs. Claus in a number of local Moose Jaw neighborhoods over the course of a couple of weekends. Moose Jaw Kinsman Club, thanking Golden West Trailer and Equipment for escorting Santa and Mrs. Claus around the city. The students and staff at Peacock Collegiate, who help give Santa's sleigh an overhaul. Home Hardware for donating all the material for the sleigh. And Canadian Tire for donating all the decorations for the floats. Fabulous. Good community effort. Spurred by the Moose Jaw Kinsman Club. Uh, and they're going to be collecting food donations for the local Moose Jaw District Food Bank while Santa's on parade. All right. All the details, including a map of where Santa's going to be. You might you might not be coming by your house. You might have to get out and about in the neighborhood a little bit. All the details on the Moose Jaw Kinsman Club Facebook page. Now, today's Paul Martin commentary. 
Consumers in this province emerged from the summer and wound up the third quarter of the year with a bit of zip. Retail sales, or consumer spending, were comparatively vibrant in the month of September when compared to the rest of the country. Overall, sales volumes at the retail counter rose by nearly a full percentage point in the month. That pushed our sales numbers for the year that ended in September up by more than seven percentage points. That was the strongest west of Quebec. A big factor in the increase is rising gasoline prices. It pushes sales volumes up in most provinces. Only Ontario is retracting in September, and their numbers are so large they took the national average down too. But this metric has to be assessed against this backdrop. Just how fast were gasoline prices rising in your province? Saskatchewan has seen relatively steady prices, so fuel is likely a smaller piece of our gains, meaning that overall consumer spending was holding up well, or even getting stronger compared to many regions. I'm Paul Martin. Moose Jaw, notoriously entertaining. Trade bowling for bowling at South Hill Bowling Center. Party on with Rock and Glow Bowling all weekend. Book your Christmas parties now before the prime spots are filled. Fully licensed with automatic scoring. For reservations, call 693-0955. Rotate your canola's trades, not your seed company. CS4000LL from Canterra Seeds is a high-yielding Liberty Link canola hybrid featuring club root and black leg resistance with excellent straight-cut performance. CS4000LL joins Canterra Seeds' full lineup of herbicide-tolerant and disease-resistant canola hybrids to give you the options you want with the performance you need. One seed company for your full rotation. Visit Canterra.com to order CS4000LL from your preferred retailer today. This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB. I see we're down to the final five for the month of November with uh, less than a week to go in November. And the Pet Value Perfect Pet Contest. Brought to you by Pet Value Moose Jaw, your pet, your store. We've teamed up with our friends at Pet Value to show off your pets, and each month we draw five pets for a showdown. The pet that gets the most votes will win a $50 gift card from our friends at Pet Value, plus the title of Perfect Pet for the month. So get your entry in each month. I believe over 40 people got their pets entered this month, and we've made the draw. We're down to the final five. The pet value, perfect pet for November. You need to vote. There's Milo the dog. Oh, he or she looks nice. Winky the cat, who looks very comfortable. There's Hector, a cute little dog. and French bulldog, maybe? Some kind of a bulldog. Tucker, who looks like a shepherd cross of some sort. And Leo, who looks like a yappy little black cat sitting at the kitchen table. <laughs> So there you go. We've got three dogs and two cats. You can cast your vote today. Just click on uh, Perfect Pet under Quick Links on discovermoosejaw.com. And one of these dogs or cats will be crowned Pet Value Perfect Pet of the Month in the coming days. Two more people have died. 69 new positive cases, 50 recoveries. Those are the latest stats on COVID-19 in Saskatchewan. Two people dying in 69 new positive cases. Uh, two of the new cases are in the south-central zone. We have 51 active cases, the same number we reported yesterday. 1,014 cases considered active, and of those, 149 of them are being treated in hospital. 115 of them are receiving inpatient care. 34 people in intensive care units, and 68% of the people in hospitals have not been fully vaccinated. Seven people are receiving intensive care in Ontario, and they're not included in the stats I just reported. Since uh, 
Monday, one patient has returned back to Saskatchewan. You can book the first of two doses for the COVID-19 Pfizer pediatric vaccine. The Saskatchewan Health Authority offering pediatric vaccines in 141 communities across Saskatchewan this fall. More than 100 schools in the province will have vaccine clinics, and information on those in-school clinics will be available to parents and students directly. Also worth noting, upcoming vaccination clinics on today, as a matter of fact, Moose Jump at the Old Ross School on till 5 o'clock. You can get Pfizer for those 12 plus and Moderna. That's for first, second, and if you're eligible, third doses. And the influenza vaccine is also available at Ross School today. Assiniboia at 131 Third Avenue West, the primary health clinic uh, today and tomorrow from 9 till 4. Pfizer for those age 12 plus, Moderna and influenza vaccines are available. And again, that's for first dose, second doses, and if you're eligible, third doses of the COVID-19 vaccine. You can read all about this story on discovermoosejaw.com today. They're going outdoors, 10 o'clock tonight. 16 brave Moose Jaw men will go homeless for the house. They're raising money for the Moose Jaw Transition House and kicking off the White Ribbon Campaign. This year, 16 local men taking the campaign a step forward and going homeless for the night, hoping to raise awareness of the importance of the Moose Jaw Transition House. So from 10 until 6 a.m., a group of men, including local business owners, city councilors, teachers, police officers, firefighters, paramedics, and more, will be sleeping outdoors. Our Sharon Church has more. We have Jared Matheson here. He is on the board for the Moose Jaw Transition House. Jared, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Sharon. Now, you've got a big fundraiser coming up on Wednesday, actually. Tell me all about this fundraiser. Yeah, uh, Wednesday night, actually, it starts. It's called Homeless for the House, um, and... 16 Moose Jaw men are all coming together and sleeping outside uh, to raise money for the transition house. Wow. And so this is all to kick off the White Ribbon Campaign. What is a White Ribbon Campaign? Okay, so the White Ribbon Campaign started in 91, and it was um, basically men pledging to never commit violence against women or or condone it, I guess I should say. Not to remain silent. Not to remain Mm -hmm. silent, exactly what it is. So on November 25th every year, uh, men wear white ribbons, for White Ribbon Day just to, and the White Ribbon Day also kicks off uh, the 16 days of activism of violence against women. So so 16 days of activism starting on uh, the 25th. So that's why you have 16 men specifically to sleep outside. Yeah, we, we chose 16 men from all walks of life in Moosha to kind of help out. And we kind of challenged each man to try to raise $500 for the transition house. So instead of just bringing awareness, we always said, well, or we, we also said, let's try to raise some money for the transition house as this past couple of years have been tough to have fundraisers. Oh, of course. So so numbers are down, uh, you know, budget-wise. They don't have a lot of money coming in. So this is a great way to donate to the Moose Jaw Transition House. If somebody wants to donate, they don't know any of these 16 men to give them money directly, how can they donate? Uh, you can always donate at the Transition House uh, website, which is mj slash transitionhouse.com. But yeah, or or reach out to any of the 16 men and they'll gladly direct you at how you can donate your money. This is such a great idea. Is there anything else that you would like anyone to know about this fundraiser? Uh, just for people to know that we're lucky to have the Transition House in Moose Jaw. It's an unfortunate we need a place like this, but it's it's such a great place. And average, uh, there's over 100 women and children that use the Transition House each year. 
they take over 250 crisis calls each year. So it's a super important thing that Moose Jaw has, and we got to support it. Support the, the Moose Jaw Transition House. Well, thank you, Jared, for all of the, all of the work that you're doing, and uh, stay warm on Wednesday nights. We will do our best. Thanks, Sharon. Yeah, that'll be a challenge tonight. No question about that. In case you missed the forecast for tonight, uh, partly cloudy, wind up to 15K and a low of minus 12. So uh, actually, it's minus 13 in Moose Jaw right now. So it'll stay steady right about where it is. So the, the boys will have to bundle up tonight. The White Ribbon Campaign, by the way, was started back in 1991 in London, Ontario, co-founded by the late Jack Layton in the wake of the Montreal massacre that took the lives of 14 women. Every year, men come together to wear the white ribbons as a pledge to never commit, condone, or remain silent about all forms of gender-based violence and discrimination. Now, the Moose Jaw men who will be going homeless to raise funds for the transition house tonight, let me tell you who they are. Kevin Pillsworth, representing the Moose Jaw Police Service. Jeff Anderson from the Moose Jaw Co-op. Jared Matheson, who we just heard from, he works at SAS Polytechnic. Joel Pinnell from, uh, I think it's, it's, I don't know how to say this, Visa Labs or Vice Labs. Sorry, Joel, but Joel Pinnell, you know him. He'll be there. Jamie Logan representing uh, Moose Jaw City Council and his business, Strictly Fences. Taylor Carlson will be staying overnight. He represents Moose Jaw Pride. My friend Paul Bussey, Moose Jaw Firefighter. Mark Gilliland, who's been on this show before talking about fundraisers. He's representing Métis Local and the ACT Club. Kyle Sarita from Moose Jaw and District Paramedics. Scott Paquin representing the Kinsman Club and RBC. Adam Dowling from RBC. Dustin Swanson representing the Prairie South School Division. Kelvin Turberfield, Holy Trinity Catholic School Division. Ira Dales from Ifrick Solutions. Brett Williams from Cypress Paving. And Johnny Atreides from the Mad Greek asking for your support tonight via social media. We'll be doing an outside uh, a sleep outside night, I guess, for the Moose Jaw Transition House, creating awareness for uh, the White Ribbon Campaign. Uh, goes a long way, the Moose Jaw Transition House does, in they play a vital role in getting a safe place for uh, women and children who have been subject to violence. Um, if you guys could, or anybody could, we're accepting donations on behalf of them, and that's why we're sleeping on outside, is to raise the money for that. Um, if anybody would like to donate, please message me or come by what would be the first hundred block of Staticona Street West. We will be there from 10 p.m. until 6 a.m. Uh, Wednesday night and Thursday morning. Thank you. Johnny Entreaties from the Mad Greek. Way to go, John. And again, the, the, the significance of having 16 men sleeping outside representing uh, a day in the 16 days of activism. Uh, in addition to raising awareness, each of the men, uh, like uh, Jared said, uh, was challenged to raise $500 for the Transition House. The Transition House, a charitable organization, and donations go directly into building up women and children in our community through programming, outreach, and support in meeting their basic needs. If you'd like to make a donation to the cause, you can do so at the Moose Jaw Transition House website. You can find a link to that site and check out this story on discovermoosejaw.com today. We'll take a time out and be back. Lorne Calvert Campground. We learned all about it yesterday. Moose Jaws River Park Campground will soon be renamed officially. We'll share that story with you next. Heartland at noon on CHAB. 
This is Joe Miller, Executive Director for Souls Harbor Rescue Mission. We're building a new humanitarian facility right here in Moose Jaw next year. And so today, I'm asking you to support our building campaign by purchasing your 5050 tickets at shrmsk5050.ca. Ticket prices range from one ticket for $20 to 100 tickets for $200. Draw date is December 3rd, and you could be the lucky winner. It doesn't take much to knock your vehicle out of alignment. Potholes, gravel roads, and winter conditions can take a toll on your vehicle. And tire costs are rising again. Bring it into Moose Jaw Truck Shop for a wheel alignment. Now offering three axle wheel alignments for semi and midsize trucks. Ensuring your wheels are adjusted will help your tires wear evenly and you get the best fuel economy possible. Caring service and years of training and experience. Moose Jaw Truck Shop. Visit them online at moosejawtruckshop.com. This is Greg Marston from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. It's a story we had on first thing this morning, the government of Saskatchewan honoring our former longtime Premier Lauren Calvert by naming Moose Jaws River Park Campground after him. Mr. Calvert and wife Betty were welcomed by the Saskatchewan Legislative Assembly yesterday, where Premier Scott Moe welcomed them and made the official announcement. Thank you very much, Mr. Speaker. I, a few years ago, uh, our government adopted a new policy for naming buildings and, and other provincial landmarks uh, after former premiers. And that policy led to the naming of a, of a number of buildings uh, and, and uh, landmarks in this province. started with the Allen Blakeney Adult Campus, campus which was formerly the Regina Public Schools Adult Campus, Mr. Speaker. We named the Grant Divine Lake and the Grant Divine Dam, which is the reservoir and dam that is near Alameda. The Roy Romano Provincial Laboratory, which was formerly the Saskatchewan Provincial Laboratory in Regina. And the W. Ross Thatcher Building, the main building at the Moose Jaw campus of Saskatchewan Polytechnic. Going forward, Mr. Speaker, how the policy is put in place is that each Premier would have the opportunity to name a provincial building or a landmark after not the immediate past Premier, but the one previous to that. And that means that I, today, Mr. Speaker, have the honour and the responsibility of naming something after Saskatchewan's 13th Premier, the Honourable Lauren Calvert. I can tell you this is a responsibility that I take uh, very seriously and have taken very seriously and now I should note that I I don't personally know uh, the former Premier, former Premier Calvert. Uh, Our time in this house did not overlap other than a a couple of brief encounters that we may have had over the years. We've never really had the chance to sit down and and have a a lengthy uh, conversation. That said, I feel I might know uh, former Premier Calvert a little better than maybe one might think. He became a Premier Mr. Speaker, not through a general election, but following a very closely and a close and uh, contested leadership race. He took over from a very popular three-term Premier, uh, Mr. Speaker, of which I uh, had jumped the gun to introduce here earlier today. (laughs) Mr. Mr. Speaker, I think it's fair to say uh, that he was seen at that point in time as as possibly being a a little less, a little lower key and, and possibly even a little less flashy than his predecessor. But he made that leadership style work, and it worked very well for him. He had to find a way to chart his own course while at the time carrying on the direction of his party and and the direction of government. It's not an easy balance, but he most certainly did it. 
And I would expect during the first couple of years in office, he, he looked forward to the chance to earn his own mandate from the voters, of which he did in 2003, and uh, much to the dismay of, of, of this party, and, and likely somewhat to the dismay of the gentleman seated in front of him. <laughs> but I, I feel, Mr. Mr. Speaker, while I say I, I don't really know uh, former Premier Calvert, in many ways I, I feel like I do. And like I said, I, I took this responsibility very seriously. I wanted to ensure that whatever we chose to name was appropriate and that it was meaningful uh, to, to former Premier Calvert and his family. And I, I think today we are accomplishing that. So, Mr. Speaker, I'm pleased to announce that the, the River Park Campground, a section of the River Park, and a section of the River Park Walking Trail in the Waccamaw Valley Park in Moose Jaw, will be renamed the Lauren Calvert Campground and the Lauren Calvert Loop to honor our 13th Premier, former Premier Lauren Calvert. I wanted to say a few things about why this was fitting and, and why it was a meaningful tribute to, uh, to, to Lauren and his family. But then I read what he had said in a statement that he had put out, and this is what he said, and I quote, the recognition in Waccamaw is particularly meaningful for myself and our family. Four generations of my family have grown up learning of life and God's creation within the valley. Betty and I now, with our children and our, and our grandchildren, have spent some of our happiest, the happiest days of our lives camped in parks and campgrounds, and that includes the Waccamaw Campground. Very honored to have these facilities in Waccamaw bear my name as we are, Mr. Speaker. Mr. Speaker, that is a place where four generations of the Calvert family, uh, his children, his grandchildren, have learned about life and have learned, learned about God's creation. And I certainly can't think of anything more meaningful, meaningful to say about it than that. So once again, I want to thank Lauren and Betty for being here today. I thank uh, them both for their service uh, to this province, a province that they both love. And I want to congratulate them today on what is their day and is a very, very well-deserved honour, the naming of the Lauren Calvert Campground and the Lauren Calvert Loop. Thank you. There. That's pretty nice. And after yesterday's session, uh, former Premier Calvert spoke with reporters following that session and had this to say. Having the campground in Waccamaw bear our family name and a part of the trail is, is, is just delightful. It is so close to our home and to those things that we love. Congratulations to Mr. Calvert. Word is we'll have an official unveiling, uh, renaming ceremony in the spring of 2022. So we'll look forward to that. We'll take a break and be back. Discover Moose Jaw's Catherine Ludwig just back into the radio station after taking a look at the house fire over on Spadina. We'll uh, have Catherine join us next. Heartland at noon on 800 CHAB. Diamonds, diamonds, diamonds! Gina Jewelry has a great selection of jewelry for everyone and every occasion, including custom-made pieces. Plus, they can fix and maintain your jewelry. They will even buy your old gold. Gina Jewelry International, 240 High Street West. Starting a business can be a little overwhelming. You may be asking yourself, how will my customers find me? How will they feel about my products? Will they want to buy from me? Will they tell their friends about me? Understanding your customer's journey is the key to driving your business forward. Homefield can help. Let us build you an online presence you can be proud of. See how Homefield can work for you at myhomefield.ca. 
This is Greg Marsnick from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Catherine Ludwig here from Discover Moose John News, and I just returned to the studio from a house fire on Spadina, just when we think the fires may have calmed down a little bit in the city. A new one sadly arose, and I was on the scene, and I got to talk with Senior Captain Howes. He was working the fire. They got it under control pretty quickly, but here's what I had to say with him. Well, it's all going to be the house. We're not sure just yet. And what the cause was, it's on the investigation. How the investigator comes to look at it, but it did start on the exterior, somewhere in the back corner. So it's on the way down here, it already advanced across the whole back of the house and was into the ends up in the attic of the house. So we did a quick knock on the outside, entrance to the inside, pulled the ceiling down. At this time, we've got it knocked down. We're just going to keep checking for extension. Was there anyone in the house? Just people that were home, actually, in the house over there right now. Everybody, okay? everybody was out of the house, yeah. All right. Good, good. And uh, how long do you think this is, the investigation would take? Is the entire house, like, totaled now? Uh, the upstairs has sustained some pretty major damage. Uh, the basements will have some water damage and probably some smoke damage as well. We were able to uh, gain access to the basement, too, and do salvage overhaul and took some covers down and parked off some of that computer stuff and that. It'll still sustain some All right, so firefighters still on the scene. Major damage to that house. You can see a fresh photo taken from behind, uh, from the back alley along the 1500 block of Spadina that Catherine took. And uh, as you went back to uh, to, to take that photo, uh, you were warned by Moose Jaw Police not to step inside the yard because... Uh, because it was a possible crime scene. Um, they didn't really give me much information, uh, much more information other than that. Uh, but they allowed me to take pictures. And from what I could see from the back of the house, it just looked like an absolute mess from the gate all the way to the to the very back of the building. Yeah, there's a lot of damage. And again, the fresh photo is on discovermoosejohn.com right now. And again, we'll reiterate, uh, the family was at home and all escaped safely. Yes, and they were resting in a neighbor's house just across the street. Okay, we'll uh, have more on this story uh, as details become available through the afternoon. And we should—I uh, should uh, stress that it's—we uh, uh, don't know that it's a crime scene, but it could be a crime scene. So uh, Moose Jaw Police Service uh, will investigate along with uh, Moose Jaw firefighters after they get the fire out. I mean, they're still battling the blaze right now, but it looks like it's under control at this time. Anything else we need to add, Catherine? Uh, There is a lot of smoke coming off the house still, so if you're in the area, try to stay inside and get some fresh air as much as you can. Yeah, very good. Thank you for this. Thank you. Catherine Ludwig, Discover Moose Jaw News. Hey, uh, you need a Christmas tree? Uh, You can get one this week, as a matter of fact. Waccamaw Rotary Club has yet covered. We have more. Glenn Hagel is joining us on the phone, member of the Waccamaw, or Moose Jaw Waccamaw Rotary Club. And beginning Thursday, November 25th, one month out from Christmas, the stand returns to the Moose Jaw Co-op parking lots. Uh, explain how much product you're hoping to bring in this year, Glenn. Um, I think we're going to have, well, we're going to have our usual number, which will be somewhere around uh, about 300 trees. Uh, they, are, they come from within Saskatchewan. They're high-quality trees. Frasers, balsams, spruce trees, and um, they are the kind of thing that just add to that Christmas spirit and at the same time enable people while they're supporting our Rotary Club to support the things that we support, which are projects that are local as well as global. 
So could you maybe touch on just a couple of the initiatives the, the Mushjaw Wakamau Rotary Club has been able to throw their support behind financially? Sure. Uh, we, we do a variety of things, but uh, we have a special priority for uh, children and uh, also for the world of reading and literacy as well as education. Uh, here in Mushjaw, um, we support, for example, the Mushjaw uh, Hospital Foundation, but uh, we also, for children reading, we support a literacy program uh, in the summer months and uh, reading for, chi- for children. And on the international level, uh, we support uh, education and schools in Guatemala, uh, particularly in the uh, absolute poorest part of Guatemala. So when people are buying trees, they're supporting those kinds of things. They're helping to build a better world here in Moose Jaw, but in other parts of the world as well. Glenn, I see on your Facebook event here, you're launching on November 25th, and you're expecting to go until about December the 9th. That's a two-week span. Do you think that there's a possibility you could sell out before then? It is. It, uh, last year, we I couldn't believe it, um, uh, but people are really getting into the real Christmas tree with that real smell and the decorations and that event of the family gathering around the tree and decorating it. And uh, last year, I think we were sold out in about uh, 10 days. So I would really encourage people who are looking for a real good tree and want to support a good cause to uh, make their visit to our uh, our tree stand uh, with the gingerbread house uh, down at uh, the co-op gas station on First Avenue. Tell us more about this gingerbread house. (laughs) What's the setup look like? Well, it looks like a gingerbread house. That's why we call it that, (laughs) which which is not an odd idea when you think about it at Christmas time. Uh, uh, We we try to make... uh, Uh, buying a Christmas tree, not only a good purchase uh, to take home and enjoy, but we also try and make it uh, an enjoyable experience. And uh, and to do that, we also have uh, Santa will be be with us on uh, the Saturday afternoons uh, from 12.30 to 2.30. Santa will be there to uh, help uh, people or families uh, pick their favorite Christmas tree and also to take uh, photos with the kids or family in a a very uh, COVID-safe kind of way. And uh, we just look uh, forward to seeing many of our regular customers and saying Merry Christmas again and uh, meeting new people who who are buying maybe their first real Christmas tree ever. But uh, it's so great to uh, share that that wonderful greeting of Merry Christmas. And uh, I think for a lot of people, getting that Christmas tree, that really signals the beginning of Christmas and getting ready and uh, the joy that comes with that. Absolutely. And, you know, I think there's really going to be a special feeling around Christmas 2021, being able to gather with our friends and family. What are you most looking forward to, Glenn? Well, we're going to be one of those uh, families that's uh, planning to be away uh, this Christmas. We haven't for some time, but uh, we're going to uh, spend the Christmas with our grandchildren. And as anybody who's a grandparent will know, there's nothing more exciting at Christmas time than being there on Christmas Day with grandchildren. But uh, it's uh, a chance to get out uh, Christmas Eve service and uh, celebrate the real meaning of Christmas. And more than anything else, it's just 
seeing people with smiles and uh, uh, feeling like it's okay to speak to anybody, whether you know them or not, and just by wishing them a Merry Christmas. Um, all of that are, are the kinds of things that contribute to uh, Christmas happiness for us and our family, and, and I think we share that with a whole ton of other people. Well, that, that's a really good way of looking at things. Uh, injecting the Christmas spirits, Glenn Hegel, Moose Jaw, Waccamaw Rotary Club. Finally, I guess my last question here, Glenn, uh, what are the hours going to be once you open up this tree stand? Uh, during the week, uh, the Christmas tree stand will be open from 11 in the morning in, uh, until 8 at night. Uh, on Saturdays, on the weekends, we're starting just a touch earlier. We're open from 10 in the morning till 7. And on Sundays, we have a shorter day, uh, noon until 5 o'clock. Uh, we tend to find that the weekends are quite busy because people are uh, getting their tree. Uh, one of the things that we will do is give people advice as to how to, what to do with their tree to get the, uh, the make it last the longest and get that good Christmas tree smell in the house. And uh, for those who want, uh, we will cut off the base of the tree so that they can take it home, put it into water, and start to let it uh, fall down and get ready to decorate. So uh, uh, weekends are pretty common times for people to do that, but 11 to 8 on the weekdays, 10 to 7 on Saturdays, 12 to 5 on Sundays. Fantastic. Glenn, is there anything else that you want to add here? Anything that we might have missed? I think we've covered it all, Tegan, and uh, I uh, just... Uh, I want to emphasize how uh, much we Rotarians uh, look forward to seeing all those people who want to come and make a Christmas tree part of their Christmas so that we have a chance to share a greeting of Merry Christmas with them. Chances are Hagel will uh, dress up in the uh, Santa Claus costume. Don't tell the kids. Don't tell them it's Hagel. He's got the white beard. Tip of the hat and a way to go to the Moose Jaw Waccamaw Rotary Club for bringing in the Christmas trees. And again, the uh, Christmas tree stand opens in the co-op parking lot tomorrow. You're in Moose Jaw. How would you like to make some uh, authentic, I mean authentic, Chinese fried rice? I'll tell you how you can learn when we come back. Heartland at noon on CHAB. And now. Another rock and roll history lesson on 800 CHAB. The Knack's iconic song, My Sharona, was inspired by real-life love and a girl named Sharona. Lead vocalist Doug Figer fell in love with Sharona Alperin when she was 25 years old. He described meeting her like getting hit in the head with a baseball bat. The only way he could express his love for her was in the form of music. According to legend, My Sharona was written in about 15 minutes. This has been another Rock and Roll History Lesson, brought to you by Silver Star Salvage and Recycling. Recycle your metal and steel at their drop-off bin. Open 24 hours a day. SilverStarRecycling.ca Andy's Transmission and Automotive. For over 55 years, complete automotive and diagnostic repairs. Cross Canada Flooring, Moose Jaw's largest independent full-service flooring store and insurance specialist. Check out their in-stock specials. And Community Service Radio, 800 CHAB. Discover Moose Jaw weather for Prairie Heart Mobility. Make life easier with quality mobility products. Discover your options at prairieheartmobility.com. A mix of sun and cloud today with a 30% chance of light snow and a high of minus 9. Partly cloudy tonight and a low of minus 12. 
Thursday, sunny, wind becoming southwest at 20 near noon, and a high of plus 4. Sunny on Friday with a high of plus 6. Saturday, sunny, and a high of 0. And Sunday, sunny, with a high of 8. Cask 82 is hosting an indoor market tomorrow night from 6 to 9 p.m. Check out the local vendors while enjoying some great food and drink specials. For complete online weather anytime, click on discovermoosejaw.com or the Moose Jaw Live app. I'm Haley Shirky. This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB. I've told you before, but I'm going to tell you again. Uh, Years ago, when I uh, had a day job here at the radio station, and I had some time in the evenings, I did some volunteering at the Moose Jaw Multicultural Council. First, um, it was... um, an English as a second language class is what they called it, and citizenship study. So we'd get together and uh, and learn some English and um, help the the newcomers at the multicultural council, uh, mostly adults, uh, learn all about Canada so they could take their citizenship course and and take their test and and become citizens of Canada. A most uh, rewarding time it was. Uh, I did that once a week. Later on. Uh, when it was impossible for me to attend uh, evening meetings, I joined the host program at the Moose Jaw Multicultural Council. So uh, if uh, if you're a family of four and you volunteer to do this, they'll hook you up with a family of a similar size, and you'll help that family get settled in Moose Jaw, uh, show them about um, the things we take for granted, banking, how to, how to use an automated teller. Some of them don't know. Uh, Moose Jaw Transit, show them how to use the transit system. Show them around town. Show them where all the venues are. Uh, show them where the grocery store is. And, and um, it's up to you how much time you want to spend with the people. Uh, and I got hooked up with a fella that uh, <laughs> was, was challenging, but uh, we certainly had a lot of fun. Uh, and over the years, uh, meeting people from, from South America, uh, from Africa, from Bosnia, Herzegovina, and a number of other countries, uh, I was able to uh, to dine with these people. And in some cases, they'd invite me over, for and, and they'd say, uh, the people from Liberia that, that I knew, they'd say, come over, we'll cook rice. Well, they eat rice uh, morning, noon, and night, right? But when they say we're going to cook rice, that's rice with everything, right? So I got to try some absolutely fabulous food uh, over the years. I mean, everything from um, from um, authentic African beef stew to, to stewed chicken feet to some wonderful fish dishes. I also met a, a couple from, from uh, South America who had actually arrived in Canada a couple of years before I started volunteering and had already learned to speak English very well. But then they volunteered at the Moose Jaw Multicultural Council. I got invited over to their place for dinner. And when they have dinner, they, they spark up the barbecue and it's uh, you eat all night. You don't just throw a steak on the grill and eat and move on like most of us do. No, they put a little bit of, of uh, meat on the grill and they let it cook and you have a drink and you eat that then they put a little something else on the grill and you have another drink and you let it cook and then away it's just a fabulous experience uh the moose jaw multicultural council uh is offering um, something like that to the community um from a safe social distance 
from home uh, this time around. A wonderful opportunity for you to expand your cooking skills and perhaps try some food you've never tried before. The Moose Jaw Multicultural Council offering some multicultural cooking classes this month. In fact, one of the two classes just took place this past weekend, but there's another one coming up tomorrow. Our Catherine Ludwig has more with the Moose Jaw Multicultural Council's Kaylee Pousset on the Heartland at Noon. The Multicultural Council usually puts on an international dinner for Saskatchewan Multicultural Week, which is November 20th to the 28th. But with COVID, you can't do that this year. So what are you doing instead? Yeah, so this year, instead, I'm putting on two international cooking classes. Um, We wanted to still kind of keep the food theme going. So we thought if we did Zoom classes online, then we could have... um, residents in Moose Jaw join and learn how to cook a dish from a different country. And then the one on the 25th is a Chinese woman named Lisa who will be making or teaching how to make uh, Chinese fried rice. And so people can log into these or um, sign into these Zoom meetings, I should say. What are the watchers expected to do? Can they cook along with them? Yeah, so the hope is that people will be cooking um, during the class. So it's not going to be recorded. Um, so the participants will all get an ingredient list or a recipe list before the class, and then we'll have all of those things ready to go so that we can cook together on Zoom. Okay, awesome. And how do people uh, sign up or get the Zoom link? Yeah, so if people, oh, I should mention, actually, this is a fundraiser as well. So it's a fundraiser for the Multicultural Council and the program that we're doing. Um, so if people are interested, the cost is um, $10 for one class, or it's by donation. So if people want to give more money, we will not stop them. Um, and there's two Facebook events, so you can find all the information there. Um, you just have to go to events and search. I think if you search MJMC cooking class, it should come up. Um, And if for some reason someone couldn't find information about it, they could just send me an email and then I could get back to them about it. Okay, so they can go to the Multicultural Facebook page, go to events and find the information under there? Uh, So go to the Multicultural Facebook page and then there will be a post on there. Okay, and if someone wants to reach out to you personally, uh, what's your email? My email is community.connections at mjmcinc.com. The payment is just e-transfer or coming into the office in person. We don't have an online system set up yet. Okay. But that's all the information they need is on the site. Okay, awesome. And is there a deadline at all of when people uh, can sign up? The deadline for the 25th is, um, I think, the 25th at noon. There you go. Hey, what's Christmas going to look like for you and your family this year? Last year, everybody was scared to get together. But more and more people say they're coming together this holiday season. In fact, more and more people say they're going to shake hands and hug people and kiss people. A new poll found that out. All the details on my daily commentary to wrap up this show next. 800 CHAB, connecting the community. I'm Sharon Church. Here's Kristen from the Royal Canadian Legion, Branch 59. The Royal Canadian Legion is throwing our annual Christmas Trade Fair fundraiser on December 4th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and December 5th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. 
We will be holding the trade fair in the southeast side of the mall in the old Safeway. We will have approximately 40 vendors, food and drinks, and some raffles to enter. Admission will be by donation to the Legion. We will require proof of double vaccination or a negative COVID test. Please pop in and help support your local Legion and vendors. Our fundraiser is sponsored by Town & Country Mall. Connecting the community. Brought to you by Purposed Financial. A proven track record of achieving your financial goals one step at a time. Roto's Pizza. Serving Moose Jaw since 1963. The best in town and you know it. And Community Service Radio. 800 CHAB. In a world where yield robbers like Clubroot and Blackleg lurk in the soil, one canola hybrid has the stem to take a stand. CS3000TF, a high-yielding TrueFlex canola hybrid from Canterra Seeds. Featuring second-generation Clubroot and multigenic Blackleg resistance with the flexible rate and timing of TrueFlex canola with Roundup Ready technology. Visit Canterra.com to order CS3000TF from your preferred retailer today. Always read and follow grain marketing and stewardship requirements and pesticide label directions. How would you like to win $40,000 cash with the Breathe and Win raffle? Other prizes include a $3,000 travel voucher, a Saskatchewan Shindig concert with your choice of artist, a plug-and-play package, and more. A 50-50 draw is also available, and the jackpot is already over $50,000. One ticket is only $30. All raffle proceeds will help support the Lung Association of Saskatchewan. Get your Breathe and Win raffle tickets before the December 3rd deadline at breatheandwin.ca. Breatheandwin.ca or call one 855 68 86. Urban Cellars has a large selection of wines from around the world and local selections from right here in Canada. Right now, get $3 off all of their exclusive wines, only at Urban Cellars, located on South Hill and happily serving all of Moose Jaw. Give a little love this holiday season to Jim Pattison Children's Hospital Foundation. Shop the Making Spirits Bright catalog at pattisonchildrens.ca. Your gift of equipment, programs, and resources can help relieve chronic pain, ease anxiety, support Indigenous birth practices, and more. And there's more love when your gift is matched by Thrive Wealth Management. Your gift of love can change lives, and that's a good feeling. Give a little love today at pattisonchildrens.ca, Saskatchewan's only dedicated children's hospital, supporting our kids, moms, and families. It's not just a logo. It's the essence of what your business represents. It's not just a business card. It's putting your business in the hands of your customers. It's not just starting a new business. It's how to marry your passion with what your community needs most. It's connecting with your clients every day and driving your business further. Because it's not just marketing. It's Homefield. See how Homefield can help your new business at myhomefield.ca. You know, one month from today, it's Christmas Eve. What will the holiday season look like for you in 2021? Many Canadians are planning to let their guards down, while the majority will remain cautious due to the COVID-19 pandemic. A new poll from Leger in cooperation with the Canadian press has found 45% of us plan to greet others with a handshake, hug or kiss when celebrations get underway. The poll also found 49% of us say we're not afraid of catching the virus. On the flip side, 81% of us say we'll continue to adhere to the public health orders and recommendations to stay safe. And 47% of Canadians say they'll ask people about their vaccination status before inviting them to a gathering. And on the other side of that question, 35% say they would invite someone who is not fully vaccinated to their home. I'm Rob Kearney.